You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our mission is to help the people of God understand the Word of God. Join us each Monday and Thursday for new episode releases. Listen to our full library of content at teachmethebible.com or by downloading the Teach Me the Bible app from any app store. You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Teach Me the Bible podcast. I'm Alex Wolf. I'm here with Dr. David Klingler, and we are into our Genesis series. And so we are picking up this week in chapter 9. We've we've been tracking this story so far. We've been looking at Noah the last few weeks. And, and remember, kind of bring back to your mind, Noah's father, Lamech, named him Noah, meaning rest, saying this one will give us rest from the from from the toil which arises from the curse mm. from the land that the Lord has cursed, and so he's looking for Noah to give rest to the to the to the sorrow of mankind. Uh, but we just found out at the end of chapter eight that that's not what Noah accomplished. Rather, Noah brought rest to the sorrow that the Lord had, and so uh, we're kind of tra- tracking that story. We're going to pick up in nine and, and kind of finish out. Uh, Noah's story here. So you want to? Yeah, just a note by way of reminder. And I think we, I'm pretty sure we mentioned this when we went, we went through it. But, uh, you know, back there in chapter five, verse 29, the verse that you were referring to, mm-hmm. um, uh, he called his name Noah, which, which comes from the root rest, saying, this one will give us, and then that word actually isn't rest, it's nacham, comfort. Mm-hmm. This is the one who will comfort us from our work and, and of course, as we said, that's the irony that goes into six six. And so there's a lot going on there. But but uh, but Alex, as you were saying, you know, this restful aroma goes up, and so the uh, so the Noah's ministry doesn't bring doesn't fix the problem, mm-hmm. um, but it does bring rest to God's wrath, and it introduces the whole burnt offering yes. that Israel is going to emulate uh, in the book of Leviticus. And so so all through this story, it, you know the. You know the story is kind of picking up speed. It's picking up details, and and uh, of course the the question is um, back in chapter chapter five, chapter six is you know is this going to work? Is this going to wipe out the the nephilim? And and there's this imagery that that is repeated. You know, uh, water was covering the face of the earth. The mm-hmm. wind or the spirit is hovering over the waters. It's moving over the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, Dry land appears. Uh, they're going to find themselves in a uh, not in a uh, in a garden this time, but in a vineyard. And both of these stories end up naked and ashamed. And mm-hmm. there's uh, a recreation, so yeah, to speak. There's yeah, a, there's right. a and, and and of course the point is, nope, didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 so not only do the you know do the the nations, the representatives of Satan, the the nations that are going to surround Israel. Uh, all of the Amorites, Hittites, Canaanites, Jebusites, all of these ites that are going to show up later in the story are going to be populated here coming out of this uh, this scene and going into chapter uh, uh, chapter 10, but also the, the, the promise. They're going to track the promise to seed again. And, and, and you learn some things, right? And so, uh, so 9-1, and God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. That's 126 to 28. It's the mm-hmm. same yep. command, yep. Uh, and the fear of you and the terror of you shall be on every beast of the earth, on every bird of the sky, and everything that creeps on the ground, and all the fish in the sea into your hand, they are given. 
and every moving thing that is alive shall be food for you. This is new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will give to you uh, as the green plant, as I gave the the, the green plant. Um, only you shall not eat the flesh with its life, that is, with its with its blood. And you know, and, and again, we're setting up this whole um, category mm-hmm. uh, of you know the offering and. Sacrifice. And life is in the blood, and there's exactly. a lot that's going to, to to flesh out as we continue in the story. So we'll let it uh, simmer. And uh, and, uh, and he says, verse five, and surely I will require your life blood from every beast. I will require it and from every man, and from every man's brother. I will require the life of man. So whoever sheds man's blood, by blood, uh, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God, he made Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, he made Adam. Um, if someone, uh, you know, th- this is the, uh, you know, this, this sheds the the blood of Adam. In Adam, his blood will be shed or shafak is, to, you know, poured out, mm-hmm. right? Because in the image of God, he made ha-adam, the, the, the man, right? Uh, verse 7, and as for you, be fruitful, multiply, Fill the earth abundantly, or, or and you know, and uh, and multiply upon it. And God said to Adam and to his sons with him, saying, "Now, behold, I have uh, made, uh, I have myself, uh, I myself established a covenant with you, and with your seed after you, uh, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds and the cattle and all this. This is the the covenant um, that they will never be cut off." By water of the flood, again. So uh, neither shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, "This is the sign of the covenant which I am making with you and every creature. Uh, I set my bow in the cloud. It will be a sign of a covenant between me and the earth, the land. And it shall come about that when I bring a cloud over the earth, uh, that the bow shall be seen in the cloud, and you'll remember my covenants between me and you and the living creatures uh, of all the flesh, and I'll never destroy uh, with the flood again. Um, you know, and so this is the the uh, the sign of the covenant established between me and you and all the flesh. So a couple things have have been introduced here, whereas before, back in chapter four, for example. Cain kills Abel. Mm-hmm. The Lord shows up and and pronounces the judgment. Right, um, you know. So it's the Lord doing the judging. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lord's doing the judging here in chapter uh, chapter six. Uh, but now you're going to be looking for a man, mm-hmm. uh, a man who's going the to Lord judge. By man shall a sense. man yes. uh, be judged. Mm-hmm. And of course, the question is, who is the the one who has the right to judge, who's right. the image bearer that's yeah. going to come on the scene and judge. Yeah. So you're starting to build this yeah. anticipation. Well, I think one thing I've, I've heard you say before is what's important in a scene is what, what changes the story. Right. Right. And this is something that's new, right? Yep. Something has changed. It, it, the plot is on the move. Okay. Yep. Focus on that is going to be important. Right. Yeah. So what's new, um, a lot of things are the same after the flood. There's right. a few things that are new. One mm-hmm. is the eating of the flesh, not the blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, another is man will judge man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the establishment of human government right. as we're looking for the one ultimate one who's going to judge on behalf of man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the institution of of human government, men judging over men. Um, and so we pick it up in verse uh, 18. Now all the sons of Noah 
Uh, the sons of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. And Ham was the father of uh, of Canaan. Well, this is going to be important. <laughs> big deal. That's because, a big name. Because, <laughs> you know, the story yeah. is heading towards the land of the Canaanites. Right, right. Uh, these were the three sons of Noah. Uh, and from these, the whole earth was populated. And Noah began farming and planted a vineyard, and he drank the wine and became drunk and uncovered himself in his tent. So, you know, again, here's this uncovered, you know, they, they hid themselves because they were naked, chapter 3 mm-hmm. story, and the, the Lord provides a covering for them, um, not from the fruit of the ground. And, and here it is that, that uh, Noah is uncovered again. Mm-hmm. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness, uh, nakedness of his father and told his brothers uh, uh, outside. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon their shoulders and walked in backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. You know, of course, this covering and nakedness, this is also going to be this theme that's going to continue, but it's it's working right out of chapter 3. Uh, and their faces were turned away so that they not, did not see their father's nakedness. And when Noah woke from his wine, he knew that what his youngest son had done, and he said, cursed be Canaan, right? So this... Uh, this goes back to the Lamech, you know, um, on the bad side, the mm-hmm. Cain uh, line, uh, where where the for the first time a man is cursed, mm-hmm. uh, and now here the cursing picks back up. So mm-hmm. blessings and curses, cursed be Canaan. A servant of servants shall he be to his brothers. And he said, blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem. And let Canaan be a servant. Uh, and may God enlarge Japheth and let him dwell in the tents of Shem and let Canaan be his servant. So this is all going to play out in the story, right? right. So so we're going to develop these genealogies, <coughs> excuse me, and <clears throat> for example, in the next chapter, and we'll pick this up uh, next time, uh, the sons of Ham were Cush, this is in 10.6, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, in Mitzrayim and Put and Canaan. Well, you're going to Mitzrayim. I don't know what that is. Well, that's that's Egypt. There's some bad dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, so. So this is uh, you know this is not only the Canaanites but uh, but Egypt. And we're going to watch um, the um, how this is going to play out in the Exodus story, mm-hmm. right? The Mitzrayim, the right. and even see down. that you know kind of develop into Assyria and Nineveh and these other these yes. other bad guys in the story that are going to show up later. Great cities, Babylon, right. uh, Nineveh. Yeah, all, all of the— These are all coming from hand. The big players yeah. uh, in this story that are out there in, you know, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, mm-hmm. Isaiah, Jeremiah. <clears throat> That's know, right. Uh, they're all being introduced into the story here mm-hmm. <laughs> so that Israel knows where these people came from. Because remember, one of the things that I think we missed— is that we weren't the original readers. Mm -hmm. And so Moses is writing to Israel, who's about to take the land. We've said this before. So that Israel would know who they are, why they are, why they exist as a people. So, Mm -hmm. so he's developed, here's who you are. You, you're from the, you're from the line of, uh, of, of Shem. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and what's going to happen on the other side of this, uh, uh, of, of these, uh, these, this chapter on chapter, um, chapter 10 is we're going to pick up this Shem line and we're going to drop it off. We're, we're going to walk this thing right down to this person named Abram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and Abram's name is going to be changed to Abraham. And, right. and so we got to move the plot to yeah. get to, yeah. to get to Abram. So, so who you are, descendants of, 
of Shem, mm-hmm. which led to Abram, whose name was changed to Abraham, who had Isaac, who had Jacob, who had the 12 sons. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, you know, the carrier of this nation is the carrier of the promise. And they were to be a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. Yeah. So they need to know who they are and where they're going. They're going yeah. to the promised land. Say, promised land? Well, we hadn't gotten there yet. That's yeah. not in the story yet. <laughs> See, Moses is still chapter 12 developing the story. Yeah. Yeah, they need to know why they're going there mm-hmm. uh, and uh, what they're supposed to do when they get there until the promised one comes. Yeah. And so all of this is developing. And and so what what we tend to do is take our theology that we have developed, that's been developed through the whole story, mm-hmm. and back it up into the earlier stories right. and dump it there mm-hmm. as if that's why that story was written. You may see some consistent truths that are that are revealed later that show up here mm-hmm. but it's not explicit and what that does is it flattens out the progression of the revelation yeah. you're no longer reading it as a story you're just going into a scene of a story and looking for your your theology the things that you yeah. want to say right and 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 as we've said before you can do that in any movie uh, you can import your theology into any scene and you can see the you know, make it fit. sovereignty yeah. or redemption, or you can see themes and that right. type of stuff, and and that's just not uh, how it uh, how it works. But anyway, uh, and so you get this pronouncement of judgment upon Canaan, but blessing upon Shem, and then Japheth to let him dwell in the tents of Shem. And Noah lived three hundred and fifty years after the flood, and all the days of Noah were nine hundred and fifty years, and he died. Now it's the same. Language as the genealogy. We are still yeah. <laughs> in the in the you know the chapter five genealogy. You know, genealogy. Yeah. And so back in chapter five, yep. uh, we had a couple of expansions. Right, mm-hmm. Enoch lived um, uh, um, lived for sixty five years and became the father of Methuselah. This is in five twenty one, uh, and he had other sons and daughters. And so all the days of Enoch were three hundred and sixty five years. And Enoch walked with God, for he was not, and God took him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that verses 21 through 23, there, there's some some extra detail in there. Mm-hmm. And then we go down to, you know, the, the kind of the standard deal is this person lived this long, had this son, had other sons and daughters, and he died, mm-hmm. right? No inclusion, mm-hmm. okay? No, no extra information. Uh, and then you get to Lamech. He he lived for 182 years, became the father of a son, and called his name Noah. And there's a little exp- expansion yeah. there. And Noah um, was 500 years old, and Noah became the father of Shem and Ham and Japheth. Mm-hmm. And Noah lived 350 years after the flood. <laughs> And all the days of Noah were 900, and he died, yeah. right? So we've got a big expansion Yeah, here. there's yeah. this big <laughs> explanation. Yeah. There's this big, yeah. we need to flesh this story out yeah. a lot. Right. Because there's a lot of details here. They're going to yeah. be directly relevant to Israel and to their history, mm-hmm. and they need to know this. What did they need to know about Methuselah? Apparently nothing, <laughs> other than he lived, had a son, and, and yeah. the next guy right. comes on the scene. How, what did they need to know of Noah? Quite a bit, mm-hmm. right? What's well, interesting too, you know, it, it it seems, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but you have what you had with Seth and Cain before this is now kind of showing up again between 
Ham and Shem. Yeah, the enemy right? is going to show right back up. But now but, it's coming through Noah. So, so whereas they oh, yeah. were two lines before, yep. they converged to one line and they split again. They, yeah, they and so split, you got to know yeah. how that happened, yeah, right? You right. Know? Yep. And so they. So, so yeah. So where did all these people come from? Yeah. <laughs> right. Where did the bad guys all come from? Yeah. Let me tell you a story. Right. right? And he goes back and and uh, establishes this story, uh, and uh, and so we are we're kind of coming to the end of the Noah section, right? Um, and now we're going to detail this out even more. Now we're going to focus in on the three sons. We're going to mm-hmm. focus in on Shem and Ham and Japheth. And we're going to, you know, and here, here are the sons of, um, uh, of, uh, of Ham. Uh, and then here are the sons of Canaan, because you're going to need to know Canaan became the father of, uh, of Heth, which are the Hethites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites, and the Gergesites, and the Hivites, all of the ites that you're going to see at the yeah. at the conquest. Yeah, we're going to start seeing more families and nations rather yes. than individuals, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then there's uh, Shem, the genealogy of Shem, and so that's what we'll pick up next time in chapter ten. That's good. All right. Well, I got nothing more to add there. Um, we'll see you next week for chapter ten. For more resources, visit teachmethebible.com or download our app from any app store. You can partner with Teach Me the Bible in helping the people of God understand the Word of God by subscribing and sharing with others. Thank you for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast.